0: Hi, I'm Mark Schroeder, and welcome to my podcast. I'm a Christian who's convinced that the Bible is true and actually is the best way to get to know God, the one who has saved us in Jesus. This podcast is a collection of Bible bits and pieces, Bible talks that I've given in all kinds of contexts. You see, I'm an ordained Anglican minister working in Sydney, Australia, as a college chaplain. My main role is to teach the Bible in a Peter 12 Anglican school. But also, from time to time, I preach in church, I speak at youth groups, or I teach the Bible at other youth events. I hope that this podcast is a great way of you getting to know God a little bit better and helping you to figure out what it means to live for Him because of the saving work of Jesus Christ. Hi everyone, welcome back. Uh, This is my next talk on 1 Peter Uh, This is 1 Peter chapter 2 verses 9 to 17. Um, This is uh, Peter talking to the exiled Christians, uh, the Christians who are scattered all the way through Asia Minor. Uh, And in this talk, uh, he reminds them that they are God's people and so therefore are a people of strangers in this world. Um, not only does he tell them who they are, but he also tells them what sort of people they need to be as they live as strangers and exiles and aliens in this world. Uh, I hope you enjoy this next Bible talk. Uh, we're in 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 9-17. to 17. Uh, Let's pray today. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, we thank you that we are saved by grace and grace alone, uh, that while we were lost and dead in our sins, that you have called us to be your very own people. Uh, so Lord, today as we uh, consider that, Uh, Lord, we pray that you would help us to think carefully about what it means for us to be your people in a world that doesn't like you, in a world that hates you and actually shows scorn and ridicule to even us. Uh, Lord, we pray that as we live in this world, as those who don't belong, that you would help us to stand fast in the gospel that we have grasped. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Um, Earlier on this year, Fletcher was invited to a birthday party at Monkey Mania. I hate Monkey Mania. Hope they're not listening to my podcast, but I hate it. Every time we've gone in the past, like three days later, there's vomiting bugs in our house. It's just a disaster zone. Like, I don't know, all the plagues live there. Um, but I, uh, we went there for Fle- well, this birthday party for one of Fletcher's buddies and we also had Hudson and Wesley there as well at the same time and Nicole was doing the good parent thing and talking to all the other parents and, and trying and stop you know a walking one year old from going into the ball pit in the cage of doom and so in you know, I went and I followed him and before long I found myself sitting in the ball pit as Hudson was playing in the ball pit and having a great time, but at the same time as random kids and also other kids that know me as Mr. Schroeder here from the school going past and going, Mr. Schroeder! And they'd pick up balls and they'd peg them at my head and they'd crash tackle each other. Then they'd pick up more balls and peg them at my head. And I just realised at that moment, I just don't belong here. (laughs) One of those moments, I just knew it. This is not my home. I wish I was somewhere else. Well, Peter continues in these next verses to describe uh, who we are and to urge us to what we are to do. Um, Because as travellers in this world, as strangers, we do not belong here. This is not our home. And so Peter continues in this book, this Traveller's Guide for Christians, to actually present a challenge. Uh, For not only are we to praise God for his work of salvation in us, but we are also to submit ourselves to outsiders, in fact, to every authority that is in this world. Uh, it's a challenge, um, and so let's read it and see what it says. Uh, 1 Peter chapter two, um, verse 9 to 17. "But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession Live such good lives among the pagans that though they accuse you of doing wrong, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day he visits us. Submit yourselves for the Lord's sake to every human authority, whether to the emperor as the supreme authority or to governors who are sent by him to punish those who do wrong and commend those who do right. For it's God's will but by doing, that by doing good you should silence the ignorant talk of foolish people. Live as free people, but do not use your freedom as a cover-up for evil. Live as slaves. Show proper respect to everyone. Love the family of believers. Fear God. Honour the emperor. In verse 9, Peter points out that the scattered Christians, that we are the chosen people. That we are an elected race. People who have been claimed by God and made distinct from all of the other nations. In fact, he's calling them here in this passage a royal priesthood. He calls them a holy nation and God's special possession. And what he's pointing out here is that they now, as God's people, have access to God. Think about it. Think about it. The priests in the temple, they were the ones that could go to God, couldn't they? The holy nations, they are made holy because God is holy, and only holy people can go to God. They are God's special possessions. They belong to Him. And so now they have access to God. And so He continues by stating that they are a people of God chosen to declare the praises of God who called them out of darkness and into His wonderful light. Do you remember that part in Acts chapter 12 where Peter is in prison? And in the middle of the night, while he's sleeping between two guards, an angel appears. I reckon in that moment, well, that's the moment that Peter's drawing on here for this illustration that God, God has called us to be his chosen people out of darkness into light. He could be imagining, right? He could be imagining here that like he was lying there between two guards in the middle of the night and all of a sudden this lit up angel appears and says, come on, gird yourself, let's get out of here. And then he leaves the prison cell and he goes on and out into the world to keep on talking to people about Jesus. You see, there's a transforming power that is at work in us. That we've been called from darkness and to light so that we would belong to god for in verse 10 you see what we were once we were not a people once these scattered christians these gentiles were not a people of god they were not being the people of god being sorry not being a people of god meant that they were outside of the temple in the old testament means that they could not have access to God it means that they were unworthy of approach to God it means they were enemies of God and they were without status before God they were not a people once upon a time but that's not the reality for them today is it that is not the reality for us today is it for now it says but now in verse 10 the people of God are receivers of mercy because of God's work by the Son, because of Jesus and His death and resurrection. We are now an elected race, the very people of God. This is what we are together if we continue to stand fast in the grace of God. How amazing for us to be included into God's people, yeah? Far out, no one should be chosen. And yet some of us are. Praise God for His choosing. What we are, Peter says, is a holy priesthood. And we are to offer spiritual sacrifices of praise, he says, declaring praise to God the Saviour. It's like a symbol of our atonement. We are now at one with God and so we declare praise to God. But Peter continues by saying that we also do this in earshot of the other nations around it, around us. And we do it not just in song, but we do it in lowly service as God's servants look at verse 11 Peter says you are outsiders you are travelers you are adults in the ball pit at monkey mania old versions or older versions of our bible uh, you said translate this as aliens and strangers but in our modern world they've changed that just to foreigners and exiles all mean the same thing right we do not belong here This is not our home, so we are to live at a distance, says Peter. We are to abstain from sinful desires, he says in verse 11, not to adopt the customs of the foreign land. They are at war against our souls, Peter says. They are in opposition to what is actually best. Instead, as God's holy chosen people, we are to be out of those things out of the desires of the sinful life and to live such good lives in verse 12 so as to be a witness to the pagans it sounds harsh doesn't it to describe non-christians as pagans but that's what he says to be a witness to the pagans to the people of this world peter says in verse 12 to live such good lives so as to be unavoidable to others as I think about being unavoidable, I sort of imagine those, that cranky person that you might see at the airport who for some reason their ticket hasn't worked or they've booked the wrong ticket and so they're standing there and they're making this big fuss and they're unavoidable, aren't they? But for us as Christians, we're not to be unavoidable in that negative sense. We're to be unavoidable in the positive sense. See, it's not for us to demand our rights or to claim freedom from responsibilities so oh i'm in jesus i'm a chosen person so i don't have to live like the rest of you in this world no instead we are to submit ourselves even to the point of suffering why for the purpose of witness this is this classic idea of we need to be in the world but not of the world for when we are like that and we live it out well We do so, so that God receives the glory at the end of verse 12. So strangers who don't belong here, we are to verse 13, submit ourselves for the Lord's sake. But notice it doesn't say worship the human authority. But Peter says, submit ourselves for the Lord's sake to every human authority. To submit, even if it means being punished by the governors who perceive us as wrong. To submit like this, even while suffering injustice, is actually to share in the same sufferings as Jesus, right? For he was a great example of suffering uh, in light of um, perceived wrongness. For Peter again says in verse 15, uh, a great traveler's trip a tip sorry is to live before the world by doing good for although accusations may come and ridicule for following jesus may follow even if negative press is printed in the end the good deeds will speak for themselves they will have nothing bad to say about us peter concludes in verse 16 and 17 by saying that we are free people but we are still as free people bound to god We are God's slaves in this world, he says, and so we ought to serve, show proper respect respect to everyone, to love believers, to fear God, to honour the emperor. See, our privileged position as God's people means that we need to submit ourselves in this world and do good. And this will serve as a powerful witness and testimony to the world. As I think about that, I, I can't help but be excited by yesterday and our strategic planning that we did together. How we began by thinking about we are life through Christ. That is our goal. That is our motto. How wonderful that we can connect, create and celebrate in this world from our Christian perspective. How wonderful that we can do good because Jesus has done good to us here at Broughton College. But as we do that, As we connect, create and celebrate, let's not forget that this is not our home, that we do not belong here. And so today, while we have the freedoms to do that, to promote Jesus so very freely, let's promote Jesus with the freedoms that we have. But if or even when they are taken from us, we mustn't stop promoting Jesus. In fact, we just need to keep on doing good. We just need to keep on living good lives among the pagans. As the post-Christian world progresses, we need to live peacefully here in this world. For the way we live is just as important as what we say. So, simply, we're going to be the best darn school anyone has ever seen. Don't we? We're going to do our very best work today as we come together. When school comes back, on Monday and the kids are here and we're tired already, we still need to work hard and make a massive effort. We need to do good so that we do good among the pagans of this world so that they might see our good deeds and glorify our God in heaven. But personally as well, is your life an authentic response to the gospel? As a chosen people, are you living up to the responsibility to live for the Lord's sake? displaying good deeds which serve as a witness and testimony of the good deed of Christ in you. I for one know I can do better. But when I think about that, it just forces me to my knees to ask God to help me to live in this world in a way that shows people Jesus. So let's pray today that we would be strangers and aliens in this world who do good, even under this under the potential of suffering let's pray dear heavenly father we thank you that you have claimed us to be your chosen people Um, help us to live in your wonderful light and to be surprising in our praise and service of you as we serve you here at Broughton um, help us to be a powerful witness to the community around us Uh, as we suffer as strangers here and we pray that people would be reminded of how Jesus suffered for us and they would find out more about Jesus. They would accept Jesus and they would walk in him. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to my podcast. Uh, I hope that was an encouraging opportunity for you to learn something more from God's word about how he has loved us and how he has saved us and who he calls us to be in Jesus. Feel free to get in contact with me via Twitter at MRK underscore Schroeder.